Don't you want Papas everywhere to have a happy Father's Day and not a sad Father's Day? Well, our friends at Manscaped want to help with that with a toolbox of toys in the bathroom shed. And dads like saving money so you can get 20% off plus free shipping with the code BATBOOK. Now, we know dads love lawn care, and the Performance Package 4.0 has all the right gear to maintain that front yard. Included is the Lawnmower 4.0, which whips around the hills and creates a smooth, short, grassy knoll. Martha got one for her husband on their honeymoon, and look what happened. We got a Cape Crusader. After the lawn, you have to clip the weeds, and the Weed Whacker trims those hard-to-reach annoyances in your nose and ears. Talia bought one for her dad, and he feels reborn. And if you're looking for comfort, the Boxers 2.0 are packed with revolutionary features like the Jewel Pouch, which cradles the boys in their own special space. It's such a breakthrough in undergarments, you'd think Luke Fox's dad created it himself. So whether it's for your dad, your husband, or yourself, take care of lawn care this Father's Day at manscaped.com and get 20% off plus free shipping with the code BATBOOK. B-A-T-B-O-O-K, BATBOOK. Welcome to the Batman Book Club, a podcast exploring the Dark Knight Library. I'm your host, Ryan Lauer. The Batman Book Club is a proud member of the Batman Podcast Network, hosted by Batman on Film. Just go to batmanonfilm.com, click on podcasts, and you'll find the Batman Podcast Network that has a whole list of other Bat-related shows that also like to dive into other nerdy subjects we all love to frolic about in our free time. And the Batman Book Club is also on Patreon if you like what's going on with the show and you want to help support the show keep those generators running and the Wayne Manor study you can do that just go to patreon.com slash the Batman BC now thank you for listening to episode 108 Batman in May as you probably know by now I don't do these episodes alone and I mean at this point this is basically my co-host because you just heard him the last time around he's one half of the dynamic duo on straight out of Gotham he's an associate producer of this show and he's also the assistant of final e33 it's peter r vera peter thank you for coming back i'm just happy to frolic on your podcast you're a frolicker yes i don't frolic frolicker. as much as you but you, <laughs> you definitely frolic the most but uh if there's someone who frolics after i frolic after you okay well bless your soul and also pete pete's done the work we know what we're doing here um our monthly wrap-ups this is the let's see um this is like the 14th time we've done this so i mean it's all supposed to be easy from here right no because we have (laughs) like 30 books to talk about (laughs) Uh, 30 books to talk about so let's not waste any more time let's hop into batman in may now i'm batman number 123 came out the first tuesday of may may 3rd um continuing the shadow war story i'm not going to talk about all of it here because uh i'll talk about this issue and then 
at the end are all the other tie-in books and so then we can talk about shadow war as a whole there but as far as batman one that's key for ryan didn't like the story <laughs> uh, keep you in suspense uh batman 123 i thought i actually thought of the issues last month for shadow war i thought this this batman issues just this alone on its own it was okay uh yeah. I, th- I was a little more invested in each chapter from last month and then yeah the batman book which is supposed to okay so it's in the batman title so it should be much more focused on batman i didn't really feel mm-hmm. like it was uh some something some dramatic uh events spoiler alert with Deathstroke's family ramped it up dramatically in that issue. If I'm remembering correctly, it was this Batman issue. Um, it was all right. I mean, it definitely wasn't like bad. I just, it was okay. Uh, yeah, I mean, obviously the greater story ties into what Williamson's doing with Deathstroke. It's, this is more of a tie-in issue to a Deathstroke story, right? Like that's kind of mm-hmm. how this feels. Yeah. Uh, so you get some good character moments with Batman and Robin in the jail cell uh, interrogating the guy. Uh, there you go that good point right there Mm. i'm known here for not liking damien and actually i really like that interrogation scene at the beginning that they opened up with and i liked damien in in that Mm. scene as well this artwork feels very freddie williams we were talking about him earlier off air um but it feels kind of freddie williams to me is that howard porter yeah on that one yeah i like howard porter yeah it's good stuff i actually liked the backup story i know you didn't read it because you refused to read those um but that was a what most of the time yeah yeah no this was a this was a good one this is a really good joker death stroke again oh, no, I read that. center okay oh I well, read that oh, oh no look I read that. that oh no um i thought that was a fantastic uh joker death stroke uh story you know i uh, didn't yep. really like uh the design of the joker's smile but like whatever the, i'll let that pass if that's like your biggest nitpick, then that's because yeah. I'm with yeah. you. It totally looks like he just got really bad with lipstick. <laughs> yeah, it's very like, okay. All yeah. Right. Um, but yeah, no, definitely, uh, you know, uh, the middle part of, you know, just jumping ahead real quick, not going to ruin it, but the, this is like the middle part of Shadow War that was kind of like meh. Yeah. And, you know, just at the end, it really picked up. But like, yeah, no, I'm with you. Okay issue, some cool Batman moments. The backup was better than the primary, which is a trend that we've actually been seeing lately, um, which I kind of find fascinating. I haven't been reading Action Superman. I had to drop that title uh, due to financial concerns. But uh, it wasn't because I didn't enjoy it. I just something had to get cut. So I don't know what those backup stories are doing. But uh, for Batman, Wonder Woman, uh, those are the ones I have been reading. Really good stuff. Uh, so really impressed. And that's on all their multiple titles. I'll say that too. All right. There you go, Batman 123. And we'll talk about Shadow War in like 30 minutes or something. Uh, moving along that same Tuesday. It was a busy Tuesday. Uh, Batman Killing Time number three by Tom mm-hmm. King and uh marquez i forget his first name shame on me i had it here we go david marquez um who gives a very molina look to his work yes i'll agree that yeah Um, who tom king works with what do you think of of this one because i know you really enjoyed the first two first two i really like i really like this one um the 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 help was very fascinating Mm -hmm. to me um, I can't remember. Is this a character you remember from anywhere? Oh, previously? No. no, brand new. Yeah, because you know, there's another there's another character that actually appears uh, in print for the first time. We'll discuss that later. 
so the help was very fascinating. Uh, I, I like you know, the whole concept of Batwoman and Riddler and the Batmobile was very interesting. Uh, Batman fighting a foe he can't physically beat was fascinating, especially when the foe knows all his trainers and all the moves. Uh, again, just Tom King killing it. Uh, you know, I was a was a big fan of this overall. Just everything was really into it. Um, <laughs> I like this Batman on a motorcycle picture, uh, a panel. I'm sorry. Mm -hmm. It's really well done. It's, yeah, big fan of this title. This title is uh, probably one of the ones I look forward to. Uh, whenever it comes out, I have no idea if it's on delay. I feel like all Tom King's like extracurricular bat books when you get delayed, but really. No, this is, I think this has been on time. <laughs> on time, every time. And at least the next issue is. Uh... Yeah set for release uh, big huge fan i mean schedule, so. to be honest i kind of i might be digging tom king's post batman run work more than his batman run mm -hmm. and that includes batman catwoman being kind of iffy because that christmas special is something else yeah you know like that picks up i, I you know and uh and also like he he's actually writing like i feel mm -hmm. like in especially in killing time there's dialogue and interaction right like how many times did we just read a king book while he was writing Batman proper and it was just uh, uh, hmm, uh, or nothing. <laughs> like, he did like grunts and then uh, there's a lot of, a uh, lot of action panels. Um, but yeah, big fan. Now that I've extended my welcome, what about you? I, <laughs> uh, well, the clearly here, I loved his, his Batman run, but Ooh. I don't disagree with you at all either that there were, it felt like there were multiple issues that were sound effects there was like nothing. And then the issue was yeah. over. And I was like, well, that yeah. took me about two and a half minutes to go through. Okay. I wish we did um, the review episodes back then. <laughs> it would have been a delight. Like, oh, it's just pictures. <laughs> we could read it. We could read it while recording, and you would not be able to tell. <laughs> um, no, I thought I'm mean, gonna have a hard time because I read this just the once at the very beginning of the month. So I forget specifically what all happened, but I'm flipping through right now and looking at it and yeah i think the the artwork i think is outstanding um yeah, i'm not familiar with david marquez's work but i think it definitely looks like uh molina's work who tom king's worked with a lot um and i i take that as um, that's meant as a compliment for sure but um i feel like this is halfway finished i feel like there's a lot of story in here and we still have like you know three more issues of this this caliber of uh story to go still you know like yeah there's a but, lot you know, and i'm he, trying to he, remember he's gonna wrap it up he, he, he wraps things up pretty well yeah. for as crazy or as whatever i mean that includes something like heroes in crisis as well like by the time th things get wrapped up in a king book mm -hmm. you know what's happened so i'm not worried about that you know it's not like after i read grant morrison oh, no, like, I, don't, I don't even know what's going on <laughs> yeah i think that he's it may be like breaking it down event wise that physically happen um in this story maybe isn't as much but as far as it's because he's his time jumping and his storytelling which i know i said last month that i kind of like and maybe i was just in the mood last month that i felt a little like oh, okay can we just go go linear you know for once but um yeah i i really like killing time and halfway through if the if it if it remains at this level i'll definitely be get the hardcover when it's collected and released mm -hmm. because i I'm, I'm really digging this um moving on flashpoint beyond number one mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. p i almost 
after we talked about uh, issue zero last month, I almost lost a friend. A writer extraordinaire, Tim Sheridan. He uh, got a hold of me and he said, uh, you said that Flashpoint Beyond is only um, five issues. It's six. Get it right or keep this story off your episode. And so I, I thoroughly apologize to you, Tim Sheridan. Um, Flashpoint Beyond was issue zero and then six six issues. So there you go. Clear in the air there, Pete. Oh, no, no. Definitely kidding. I did talk to Tim Sheridan, though. Told him that I really like this because I really like this. It's good. I enjoyed it. It's great, actually. Um, I'm really digging Flashpoint Beyond. Um, Oswald stuff is very interesting. It's an interesting take. Right? You know, this version of Oswald is a very interesting version. You're, you're an Oz connoisseur. A cobblepot connoisseur. Just a fan. Just a fan. And I feel like this penguin is the complete opposite of the penguin that we know. He's uh, kind yeah. of like a coward. He's an assistant. He will like... He I don't want to say coward, but he's clearly not the power-driven, you know, antagonist that uh, we're used he, to. Well, he gives me such the vibe of like the ass kisser to Thomas Wayne. You know, like, and not... not if, because you can see assistants in, uh, you know, like how you assist uh, Eric. You know, you're you're not an ass kisser about it. Uh, Oz here, he definitely. I don't know. To me, he does just seem like a little bit of a shrill of a man. Um, but I mean, he's he's very entertaining. This version too. Like, well, it's. It, I don't want Oz to steal the show here because this is more about Flashpoint. He's just a side character. But, you know, the stuff with Aquaman was interesting. Uh, yeah. I, I don't want to spoil it because I want you to go out and read it because this is a really good comic book. I mean, Agreed. I don't know who's actually not reading it, to be honest. It's a sequel to Flashpoint. Like, I feel like everyone who's uh, who reads comics is reading this outside of a certain group of uh, hashtaggers. Yeah. Uh, so this is just, I was like, oh, man, I just, I didn't expect it. There's, you just didn't expect what was going to happen. Mm -hmm. right like john's and the team uh you know i know it's written by multiple people like they they jeremy adams tim sheridan jeff johns yeah yeah it's the the crew like wow just like Mm -hmm. i wish i would love to know how three people collaborate on a story like this yes exactly like like what like did someone have an idea and then yeah okay but what if we do that like how you collaborate like is it is someone strictly like dialogue like there's one person's story and premise you know like like, how does a team like that structure Cause you know, you're used to, you got, you got, you know, Sheridan and John's are pretty big names and I'm not, I'm not familiar with the third person that was uh, Mr. Adams. So of apologies, but like, how do you, yeah, like, how does that work and orchestrate? But like, man, I was like, Whoa, I didn't, by, by the time the book ends, you're like, wow, I just, this is crazy. And you're also like, at the same time, you're like, well, who's responsible for all this? I thought flashpoint was done. You know, Thawne doesn't seem to be involved. Uh, Wayne bats, <laughs> Wayne bats, Tom bats. We call him Tom Bat, Bat Tom. What do we want to call this guy? Like Thomas Wayne Batman is so damn. Well, there is such a thing as a wombat, so maybe you could just call him a Tom Bat. Tom Bat. I like Tom Bat. I I mean, I think a lot of people call him just Flashpoint Batman, but I like Tom Bat. Yeah, can we just like try to shorten this up because he's not going anywhere. He's gonna. He needs a better name. Tom Bat. He's he's appeared and never disappeared. So um, he's one. He seems to have some staying power here. But uh, yeah, just you know. uh, Bat Tom was just really interesting as usual. And then I'm still trying to figure out this whole kid thing. You got Harvey Dent's kid. And then you got uh, like who I, I forget who this guy is called. Is Eric Dexter. Knows this dude. I have no idea. This the, I don't know, Daniel Boone with the, with the raccoon. There on you head. go. 
Daniel Boone. <laughs> Daniel Boone. I'm still trying to now, figure he's out. A, hit me so, up because I forget that guy's name. Our mutual pal, uh, Justin Kowalski, he shared with us um, the Word Balloon Comics podcast who had Jeff Johns on mm-hmm. uh, one of their most recent episodes in which Johns talked a lot about Flashpoint Beyond. And back to your point of like curious on how three writers collaborate. He touched on it a little bit, but he didn't fully like go into detail. And that's something it'd be, it'd be awesome to pick the mind of Tim Sheridan, Jeremy Adams, and yeah. Jeff Johns. If we ever could have, yeah, Jeff, this is kind of like your baby, you know, from a decade ago. Uh, how did, how did this idea even form about? And then you're like, okay, we've got a general idea. Okay. Is it just, okay. Uh, Jeremy, you write issues two, four, six. Tim, you want you uh, write one, three, five. You know what I mean? I'm, well, I think, it's I just think really it curious to me how to three, the level of the writers. Yeah, because we all John's can be a bit picky. You know, he doesn't. You know, he he likes writing multiple characters. He likes having a lot on his plate. He doesn't like to give anything up. Really, you know, like at one point, DC had to tell him to like stop writing so much. You know, so like for him to work with somebody like Sheridan, that just means there's a lot of trust there. Yeah. You know, on John's part. So, like you said, like again, your baby from a decade ago, I don't think John's is writing another issue after this, right? Like I believe Tim takes the reins. Oh, really? I didn't. I, I thought, yeah, I, th- I thought Tim was taking the reins for most of uh, Flashpoint Beyond. I think John was just kind of getting it going. I thought that's maybe I misread the article wrong. But, <clears throat> you know, that, that's what I just really, I just, you know, again, it's, I don't think. Uh, johns would work with someone who he yeah. d- who didn't vibe with right i mean on that podcast he had nothing he had, he had a lot of great things to say about the other two but i mean also even if he didn't like him it's not like he'd go on a podcast and shit on him <laughs> well we, but, he, i mean we it definitely feels go radio silent yeah he could just say yeah. nothing but he had a, he had nothing but great things to say about the other two and um i think the other two have spoken about how great johns is and which pete you and i know that we we like the man's work we think jeff johns is great um this story so far i mean this is counting issue zero there's seven total um so it's almost a third of the way through but i'm i'm all in okay, i think so i'm mistaken john's is, is actually billed on the website with the other two writers as well so i don't so know it's all three for all yeah issues. maybe i read yeah. the article wrong i apologize if i did um but yeah and then zermanico uh his the artwork is pretty awesome the uh which i think we got a preview of it when Tom Bat goes down in the cave and it's like it's an outline of a bat broken up into like five panels and yeah. you're seeing like him as he's getting dressed and, and ready mm-hmm. and stuff. I think that is freaking awesome. It reminds me of J.H. Williams the third that that kind of layout. Um, and that's also meant as a compliment. I think the artwork is just is pretty awesome. And then yeah, like you said, uh, we get Tom Bat on the move here, the Aquaman stuff. Um and yeah, I won't say anything other than that. I think it was really great. Um, and I'm, and I, I like this Batman's attitude is in the sense of like he even says in the issue at one point of the effects of something. He's totally just like, I don't care. You know, it's, it's, I really it's like the interesting attitude of this Batman. I just yeah. don't want him to kill. Like, I, this honestly, this would be my ideal version of Batman if he did not kill. Just I, I feel care. like his killing days are over though, because as he says in his opening, I mean, he monologue, kills two Atlanteans, doesn't he? <laughs> <laughs> Shit, yeah, never mind. 
<laughs> dude, it's cool. a whole page. <laughs> it's a whole page. And it's like, no, it's, not, it's just mind. like, whoops. It's just, it's just boom, boom. It's no, just, they're thinking, I'm like, no, because he talks about how, you know, this, uh, um, he basically talks about Flashpoint and Barry Allen and, and his own son and stuff like that. And I'm like, oh, yeah, but no. Well, and then, he's yeah, also at the time of the couple of pages he, later. He's shit. also of the mindset of like, well, anything I do doesn't matter at this point. So it's like, yeah. literally, he's playing uh, with, you know, all his cards out there. Now, in uh, this so character, you were kind of, you needed him put on the shelf after for, King's been, run, right? He's been used. I thought he was used poorly for a while. For King's I thought run? he was. Well, I think King's run, I like it made for me, I'm like, oh, this makes no sense for Batman. Like it in terms of just like it's I, I wish even my comic book Batman would be a little bit more grounded than that. Like that just seems a bit ridiculous. Batman from another time. You know, I, I I get what he was trying to do, but for me, for my Batman sensibilities, like I don't need time hopping Batman to be like the major focus of a Batman storyline for a couple of years. I'm about to because the because I final... really like the Bat Cat stuff. The final book, which I probably brought it up on here before, um, pal Austin Rodriguez and I are are eagerly awaiting the release of Deluxe Edition Book Five of mm-hmm. King's Run, which uh, takes you up through City of Bane, which is you know aside from Batcat that ends the run. I'm gonna read read through all of King's Run again, but I thought that really worked for me. The inclusion of Tom <laughs> of Tombat. He he worked okay. for me and what King was trying to do and what he was trying I get to get the concept. Yeah, yeah. It, right. I, like all that worked for me, uh, mm-hmm. but I totally get what you said too. Of like, okay, so it wasn't working for you. It was working for me. It but wasn't working both... for me until Williamson got a hold of him in Incarnate. Well, well, that's what I was going to say. Is slightly we were, more heroic. We were both in agreement. Agreement of okay, let's put him on the shelf. We don't need more. And yeah. then he was being more easy to incarnate. Um, I forget what came, incarnate, right? What came before incarnate? Like there was, you know, like there was something before that, but like it wasn't really until Williamson got his hands on him. Yeah. That I was like, okay, I'm, I'm liking what they're doing. So again, oh. it depends on how you're writing something. So it's actually funny. So uh, back in January, uh, when Tim Sheridan was on the show, he and I, after we in, he said an announcement was coming uh, soon about a project he was working on, and we got done recording and we were just talking, shooting the shit about uh, Batman stuff. And I don't remember if he brought it up or if I did, and brought up uh, Flashpoint, uh, Flashpoint Batman. And I said to him basically what I said to you, and I was like, I think that like he needs to be put on the shelf for a while, though. I don't like, I don't think we need more of Thomas Wayne Batman right now. It feels like we just got a lot of him and. But I know uh, my friend Pete said, then I think it was incarnate of like, he's doing pretty good there. And then it was like the next day or the day after was like, hey, I'm working on a Thomas Wayne Batman story. That's <laughs> and I was like, God That's damn it. Yeah. But <laughs> Why it, the guy talks like, to me, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, like, again, it's just like, as long as the, it's written well, um, uh, you know, but everyone has different tastes. And, you know, like, I, I just, I, I don't think he was written well in the past. That's where I was post- just, I was just kind of wondering, like, um, for someone who we were ready to take a break from and yet he still remains you know pretty popular in dc stories uh it seems like he's still working well i also feel like he belongs in this too like i feel like he belongs if they're if you're going to do a sequel to flashpoint i feel like thomas wayne uh, he was like he was the breakaway character breakout character in that was thomas wayne batman so yeah yeah absolutely people love thomas wayne batman yeah dude (laughs) 
Jet's got a Tom Swing Batman action figure. He sure does. And we all know how he hates uh, <laughs> Batman and guns. So. Um, so yeah, there you go. If you aren't reading, it's not too late to jump aboard Flashpoint Beyond issue zero and issue one. Both both are pretty damn good. Pete and I are really digging them both. Uh, next up, that came out that Tuesday, Batman Beyond Neo Year number two. Um, I think you read you read last month and you weren't too crazy about it, Pete. And I said, I liked it. I think I was in. Mm-hmm. Uh, this issue is freaking weird. Yeah, this issue is kind of meh for me. Uh, I enjoy I enjoy the artwork. I enjoy seeing that uh, Batman Beyond. Like I like that costume, obviously. Looks the two, slick. The, the two the, the two page spread with the Joker's was fantastic, um, but like the story itself is very just meh. It, uh, like I'm sorry, it's just green it's just not, green just, dreadlock, yeah. uh, terrible trio connected. Yeah. whatever that is like yeah it lost know. me just lost me <laughs> i may uh I, i'll uh, read I, next month but it, there's see, a, yeah there's a lot on next month if i yeah, feel the same a, way a, i'm i'm done i think yeah i think uh, yeah i'll give the three issues and the drop you know like because it's pro- how what is this is this a please tell me this is five six 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 is good yeah three is good i'll give it three i'll see what happens we'll see what happens yeah, but I'm not, right now it's it's not got me. It's too bad because the look of the suit. I think I've always liked the look of the Beyond suit and like you know Sean Murphy, which we'll talk about later, drawing the Beyond suit here in this Beyond the original series of Beyond suit and like the the Funko of the Batman Beyond, like all that stuff. I like the suit. I think it's cool. It's just I don't the know what all you can do with like the a, story. And I'm like, the last yeah. time I didn't like a Batman Beyond book, it was like it wasn't. <laughs> I forget who it was. Somebody else was Batman Beyond. It was, oh man, was it like Dick Grayson of like a different earth or something? Maybe it was Tim Drake of a different world. I don't remember, but it was already confused. I was like, oh man. But Batman Beyond books sometimes can be hit or miss. You know, yeah. they, just, they, they can be. Uh, they all haven't been as successful as a TV series in my opinion. But... I think I started reading The Rebirth and I got a couple of shows into that and I liked it and I good. dropped and I just got behind and kind of forgot the about volume it. But... before that, I think was pretty weird. Gotcha. Okay. So it's got a weird publication history, um, but it's always a, a title I check out. Yeah. I'll give it a shot, you know? Mm-hmm. Uh, that's it for the first Tuesday. The second Tuesday, mm-hmm. Batman Urban Legends number 15. Mm-hmm. Uh, the Ace story, Hounded. Ace? How many of these did you read? My God, that's it. Wow. That's a lot of money to spend for one. I've story. never been so entertained and sad about an animal comic book story before <laughs> it's a very very interesting thing um a lot of emotions uh, it is a lot of over and freaking animals but what do you think of this joker design i like it i don't mind the hair yeah i mean you you look back at the one that you just talked about in the backup story of batman uh yeah, yeah. this design totally works for me a lot a lot better mm-hmm. um not my favorite but far from my least favorite works in this story we'll say that the animals feels... work in this story i don't know ace, how they work, they ace. work. yeah uh, the, the chicken, chicken. Yeah. <laughs> god bless um the turtle i mean we already knew the power of turtles though 
mm-hmm. you're a child of the 80s you know how how great turtles are um but basically where this story has been been working toward and the the last part is next month man these asshole villains toward animals the uh licks luther he's a surprise um the ace in the <laughs> no pun yeah. intended the ace in the hole here yeah uh, he had a great had a great moment um i'm wondering though like what happens when the um the justice pets meet up at the destination and batman's fighting bear like what's gonna happen are the, are the that poor bear yeah like just I the, mean, are it's, they, are it's resting like, face is just sad <laughs> i know but like it, is, is batman gonna fight the bear he's gonna evade like, the bear like and, and how are the justice pets gonna react to that that's the very, justice that's pets very, are going to find a way to get in the cage and get batman people must be thinking loose. of like the, the the upcoming movie that's coming out like this is nothing like that <laughs> like I'm, it's this not is nearly very hearted this is a a hard pg-13 light rated r story of <laughs> it's very violent <laughs> it's very violent it's i mean mark russell the writer and then carl mostert or mostert apologies uh artist like i hope that this gets collected in its own trade i'll i it'll, it'll be mine I Which want this. You should have story. the Zdarsky Red Hood story. <laughs> yes. This story. And then uh, there was another one I really liked earlier on. We need to have the, the, the best of the best. Um, it, yeah. It's, I mean, so for me, I've only been reading Batman Urban Legends because of, because of this story. So after it wraps up next month, we'll see. Um, Pete, have you read the, do you have anything else to recommend out of this one? Uh, the birds of prey story I can't get into. I'm sorry, it includes a lot of the tiny characters I didn't like, Miracle Molly and such. So I wasn't into that. Meh. The Batman Plastic Man story is worth reading. Okay. It is it like I, I feel like there's always one story in this book where Ryan's like, I didn't read all of them, I just read the ace. And it was like it was the question was like, last month, wasn't it? Yeah, yeah. It, 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 in the same light of the question, not a long story, very quick, but it's okay. Batman and Plastic Man. And I think it's worth reading. It was, I was I'll like, go back oh, and okay, read this Pete. is surprising. Um, the Batman's a ton of story. I want to like it. I'm trying to like it. I really, really want to you, like You're it. sticking just, with it. You've been reading I it can't still. Get, I, yeah, I just, I, it's, I, there's something about it. There's moments in there that are really good between the two of them. But overall, I feel like the story is just a little bit muddled. But, the uh, the second chapter of that one lost me and I was done. Yeah, it's got one more left. I hope, you know, it's it kind of ends on a high note, but like the Batman Z moments are really good. It's just everything else in between is kind gotcha. of just... Uh, but and it's a, still a pricey book to have one excellent and then sounds like you, you get one excellent, maybe two excellent, one yeah. and then two. Eh. That's pretty pricey for an $8 book. But I guess, like I said, if you do the math, remember this is a math. Yeah, it's a math class for you. Four dollars a comic. It's it's on price. Two stories, (laughs) and it does become yeah. Uh, let's see. I've been I've been including because I know you've been reading. I am Batman. How's that one still working out for you? This is great. Awesome. I am Batman number nine. Yeah, just like I like how it's a really good it's a really good mystery. Uh, really good use of police corruption and government corruption and uh, just police working with Batman, fascinating the mayor of all, like all the high, it's, it's, it's got all the, like the cool little uh, uh, notes that a, a good Batman story should have corruption, police, the mayor, 
you know, we tr- do we trust Batman? Do we trust Batman? We're, we're reluctantly working with Batman. Uh, so if like, it, it's just not Bruce Wayne, but it hits all the Batman notes and it's in New York City and not Gotham. So it's cool. Uh, it's it's I think if you're not reading this, you're doing yourself a disservice, at least uh, from where I picked up, which I think is issue six. <laughs> so uh, Lauer, uh, yeah. <laughs> Yeah, so a fan, read this damn book. I, that's what I'm basically, I'm basically saying like you should be reading this book. Okay. And the, the, like the real world, and like you know, just uh, Jace Fox, like his uh, his attitude towards Batman, and he's like figuring it out, and it's kind of cool. I'm actually, this is like, and to be brutally honest, I'm enjoying this early stages of Batman story more than I'm enjoying Batman the Night. If we're no, comparing early, that's stages coming of up Batman. here in a couple minutes. Yeah, so so I, I need to go back to issue six of I Am Batman and start reading. Whenever he starts there. in New York, I mean, I would, yeah, I mean, I, I don't remember. Everyone's telling me issues one, start from the beginning too. I have to track those down, but I started when he first appeared in New York yeah. City. It's either six. six I'm, or seven. Six was the one that I think you were telling me before we even because I wasn't including it uh, yeah. before. And then yeah, you read six and you, and I think you you tweeted out um, how much you were liking six. So then we included it there, and you've been. You've been pretty uh, high on the book since. Yeah. So there you go. In a week, in a month of pretty mad books, that's definitely one of the standouts. Stand nice. Uh, that does it for Batman centric. Uh, the second Tuesday, the next Tuesday, May seventeenth, we have Batman Superman World's Finest number three. Oof. Yeah. Um. The artwork. As great. as I told you with the first issue, I don't know how much this will be my thing. This. This month, I didn't buy this issue because I got very much. More as Batman's uh, must buy, as is his justice. I mean, yes, his art is fantastic. I'll like, we know that that's a given. Mm. Every issue, you don't you don't even have to read it, and you know that his art's going to be great. The story Mm. just, it's just not. I don't know, man. It's not for me. This one had uh, less moments than the last, in my opinion. Like there were some good moments. Like I liked issue one, issue two is kind of all right, but you know it had like good moments. This was just kind of like eh, I don't know. The artwork's good. I don't yeah. know if I'm feeling this to be honest with you. I'm not a big fan of Mora's Supergirl suit, at least the, like the top half. It's just kind of funky to me, but um, it's still good artwork. Uh, uh, yeah, I don't know. This is not really my thing. I think. It's, I know that it's not my thing. I'm not really Batman. He's like in hell yeah. fighting things. Um, this, like, you know, know, that's not you know, the just, flash stuff's know, cool. Stuff. Mirror Master's cool. Like, there's cool moments. Yeah, uh, it's, I agree with that. It yeah. almost feels like it's a Justice League book there for a quick moment. It does. Which I really is, like more as Green cool. Lantern. It's how Jordan's pretty awesome looking. Mm hmm. Yeah. yeah, yeah, that's I a great shot of the Batmobile at the end. But, yes. Uh, yeah, I don't know. I don't know. It's Mark Wade though. Like I know it's Wade, so maybe I'll hang around a little bit longer. But three issues in, and I'm still kind of. I, I may. F- I'm gonna finish out the story and see where it goes from there. How's that? Is that fair? I think that's fair. I think we we can do that. Um, I plan to because I was gonna say I was wondering because. Was this announced it's an ongoing series or did it have a limit or we don't know either way yet? If it has a limit, usually it says of, and it's not. It's yeah. just got a three. So I think until canceled. Okay. Uh, because I was kind of 
hoping that maybe this arc would wrap up after this issue and then i'm like okay i can give a chance on the next arc maybe i'll like a, a you know a yeah you as, you like just, you, as you and Legends i just as you and i just dark night style <laughs> as you and i just talked last last episode even you know you weren't a fan of uh superman batman public enemies and then look what the follow-up to that arc was like and a, a yeah. great story so yeah. i, I want to give it that kind of chance as long as this isn't of like course. well no it's ongoing so it's going to be like 29 issues all this story i'm like oh hell um so yeah there you go batman superman world's finest a man from both of us um sadly batman the night number five also meh maybe even less than a meh <laughs> like i i kind of just don't it's it's, it's, it's a how me. it goes down each book man each yeah book is i loved i think the first issue was so good the second yeah. issue was really good and then yeah like you said it just I were think we it's just going teased down. by fake catwoman is that what we're just milf catwoman is that stifler's catwoman like is that what, who do we want to, what do we want to call this person um were we just were we just like in awe of like a young bat cat is that what it was i don't know because but I, ever I, since I to... she's kind of been mia the book's taken a huge turn down i know at some point i i totally agree with that um Ever since, I mean, you and I, I think we spoke early on about even, I don't know how they're going to sustain 10 issues of this. It's, yeah, it's prolonged. And I don't know, that was, it, it came in so strong and I've just, I have, I've been disappointed. So I'll keep, I mean, I'll keep reading. Yeah, I drop this. Now. I might drop this and, and read it monthly just for you digitally, Paul Herman yeah. style. That, yeah. Well, that's what I'm doing for it because of there's a, there's a good chance because it's just it's not good it's a t of 10 i'm halfway through i'm not enjoying it i don't it, it doesn't seem to be you know selling the world on fire and it's a bummer because zadarsky's coming this was supposed to be like you know zadarsky's batman like here you go this is a taste here's 10 issues before he takes over uh what is he, is he taking over my title or yours i can't remember um zadarsky's on is it Bat you? Because Batman I, with him? Yeah, because you're really pumped. Okay, yeah. So and like, Rom, this is it. Rom V's on Detective. Yeah, so with I, Raphael yeah. Albuquerque. I won that one. Um, <laughs> <laughs> easily, easily. Uh, yeah, like this is supposed to be the big thing. Like, hey, here you go. Before he takes over Batman, here's the origin of Zdarsky's Batman. Like, you know, like he's taking over Batman proper, but we're gonna get the origin of that version of the character, and you know, this version, you know, in, in this universe or whatever. And it's like, okay, and it's like, you know what? Like, yeah. you guys just leave it alone it's year one and everybody else and it was cool to try to see like his you know his fighting in like the monastery and stuff like that against the other guys but like again not consistently good enough for me i think is his ally ghostmaker i believe this is ghostmaker yes <laughs> not a ghostmaker fan here well wait till thanks tynan <laughs> wait till you get to the annual Oh, oh, God. Anyways, moving on. Yeah, I'm, I'm not feeling this. I'm sorry. I know. I'm not either. If somebody, who, if you're reading it and you Chip. are getting a lot out of it, um, lucky you. I'm not feeling you, bro. I'm not feeling it. Yeah. Um, let's move along to the next Tuesday. May 24th had Batman Beyond the White Knight number three. Mm -hmm. Pete, if it has White Knight on it, I'm going to be a fan. Yeah. Um, still holds true. Still digging the hell out of this. Um cliffhanger if you will a what moment at the end of last issue is explained at this one but mm -hmm. i i love the old man bruce the silver fox how he touches up his his suit 
Mm-hmm. We get Terry McGinnis looking great in the Batman Beyond suit. Mm-hmm. Uh, all of these, he, Terry's being manipulated by Derek Powers. Mm-hmm. So we get a confrontation between the two. We get a spoiler alert. We get a Robin suit, which I think looks pretty badass. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I think every this is a it's a very it's not action heavy, but it's like it's definitely planting the seeds and building the connections mm-hmm. and the relationships of everyone for there to be a big culmination in this back half. Yeah. Because you know there's going to be four issues, then like uh, the two Red Hood issues, and then the back four issues. Mm-hmm. Um, so I, I really think the front half is focusing on on laying the groundwork there on the how i mean dick grayson it seems like he's kind of like the the enemy of him he's of a dick he's a dick yeah but I, I, that's not gonna but it's probably my biggest complaint actually with murphy's and that's it's it's not a complaint on his work i just i personally don't like a bad dick grayson and uh that is i mean again like, but overall like this story is uh this issue is building to bigger mm-hmm. things um i'm already enjoying this more than uh, curse you weren't high uh, on curse, right? I wasn't high on curse, but okay. this is fat. There's a lot of fascinating elements to me, yeah. Uh, in this story, you've got everything. Uh, well, Bruce Wayne, Bruce Wayne mentally, Bruce Wayne and Harley Quinn. Uh, that's fascinating. Uh, Terry McGinnis and, and Derek Powers is also very interesting. I like the. I like what Murphy did there. I hate. I don't like that Powers was able to figure out Bruce Wayne was Batman. I don't know if that's spoiler or not. I'm sorry. It, it, I, it's just for me, people knowing heroes' identities is always a bit of a gripe. Um, but I, I like the motivations of all the characters and everything. Um, again, the cameras of the Batmobile, love it. I'm so happy the Reeves Mobile uh, made it in there. That's for you, Justin Kowalski. Uh, that was fun to see. Uh, you know, next, you know, you get the, the, bat, get the, the Batmobile Taz, shot. I feel like he definitely works that in somehow. Um, I think we all always mm-hmm. gush over that and the fact that, yeah, he was able to work in the the yeah. patents and batmobile was great the mcginnis family i love bruce going into action was great uh the mm-hmm. backstory was interesting uh and you know um duke thomas love it love to see him i'm glad he's back uh but the, yeah a lot of positive stuff we're really excited to see where this goes i love um, this duke thomas more than any other version oh i love duke thomas in general i'm just yeah. uh, since we are robin which i've been I would love to discuss on the Batman book club one day. Uh, I, I, I'm a big Duke Thomas fan. I, I have his, Maybe that'll I'm change his action figure right now. He's glorious. I've never read I wish it. he wore the helmet. I, I wish he would go back to being, I, I, I just, like him more of a Robin than Damien personally. But. I just, I love this Duke Thomas, this version yeah, of the White no, Knight Duke's universe. Awesome. I'm pumped. Yeah, I think um, he would like uh, We Are Robin a lot too, if you ever read it. Okay. Well, I, I might because cr- created by my man, Lee Romano. <laughs> Pete recommendation when when Pete recommends I, I gotta listen, but um what he still does what Murphy still does in this every character's shadow is their suit oh that's such I, am, a great, I love thank it you. every time oh, he does it's it so cute it's cute like, it's so as cute. a comic book fan it's cute it's just cute I love it I love every time that he does that but uh mm. yeah stories building I think it's there was one time where he made it seem good. like the word bubble came from the shadow instead of the character mm. did you pick up on that. Uh, I'd have to a Bruce, I think it's a Bruce Wayne one. Okay. And I was, yeah, it's right here. This page. Where's he at? This rectangle. Oh, towards the beginning with Harley. Yeah. yeah. Like it, the bubble comes from the shadow of Batman and not Bruce Wayne. I thought that was an interesting decision. 
Huh. Well done, Pete. That's I funny. That was very, yeah, that was very creative. I like it. Uh, yeah, I like this book. Murph's a man. He is. He can he can do no wrong. I while I'm not a fan of Curse, I'll give the man the man has reinvented a version of Batman that's so fresh and so interesting that honestly we haven't seen a version of Batman like that since the first time Thomas Dwayne jumped on the scene, you know, in Flashpoint. I know it's, it's I not a, that lot, long, a lot try. A lot of artists and creators try, and as much as much as they try, I mean, you you say White Knight Batman, you know what that is. Flashpoint Batman, you know what that is. Yeah. Um. And yeah, so he's he's definitely created a pretty awesome definitely one of those section of this character's history. So I'm in. I love it. Batman and Chaps. Batman and Chaps. Oh, let's see. Moving along, that same Tuesday, Batman Fortress number one. Dude, did you get around to this one? That's a Batman book. That is an A-class Batman book. Burst onto the scene. Where'd it come from? Uh, loved it. Written by Gary Witta. I'm unfamiliar with him. Totally unfamiliar. Uh, art um, by Derek totally Robertson. Concept. Yeah. Sorry, Derek Robertson. You and I, we talked about the, the most recent Legends of the Dark Knight miniseries. Mm-hmm. He did the first three issues. Three issues he wrote and illustrated. And we both loved oh, he wrote, okay, great. that arc. And yeah, I'm pretty sure he yeah. did both. And I loved, I loved his art. Um, something interesting that he does is that his, the back, like the, the borders of his panels are black. So he, both books, it's almost as if it's taken a animated series approach and like it's printing like on black paper or something, you know, it's, yeah. it, 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 for this book, it makes it, it seems sense because Gotham's supposed to be pitch black. Uh, but I think for Legends of the Dark Knight, they did, the, it did the same thing. And it just adds a little, adds a little mood you know i'm flipping to, through to it seems it. there's only one panel with a white border okay that's interesting yeah everything else is black good call but i think this is i don't know this is a freaking it's a batman book gotham city yeah. no power we'll see where uh, it goes because the premise is again like alien invasion batman's apparently like the last hero around to kind of and the, the next cover has cyborg and hawkman okay on it there might be a third maybe green lantern or something like that so i don't know if it's going to turn into a justice league book or if it's going to remain and superman is mia like they make yeah that clear and that's the mystery book. of it seems like and it's trying yeah. to figure out oh it's not just gotham it seems like it's worldwide it's and the issue ends something's in the in the in the, in the sky that's doing this so it's like oh it's going to be like okay so alien so as of right now because you know how how i am Man, independence day Ooh. okay not man <laughs> I don't, um, I don't know if that's where we're going, but yeah, no, totally skeptical. Chapter about this one is getting to do Batman aliens, but I'm like, dude, I'm this is a great introduction to a story. Like, yeah, I'm all in. Who knows what direction this, this story will take in the upcoming issues, but um, I'm in for it. How many issues is this? Because it doesn't have an of in the number section. This is eight. Um, shouldn't they just put one? Yeah, I know it's it's who it's knows weird. what they do with. No, but I, I follow Derek Robertson on on Twitter, and I think for some reason I know that it's eight because I think he said something on there. Okay, I've come across yeah, that. Yeah. I'll by next by next month when we talk about it, I'll definitely look into it to make sure that that's confirmed. But yeah, Batman Fortress issue number one kicked a lot of ass. Yeah, uh, huge definitely fan. definitely pick this one up. You're not gonna regret this. Uh, and lastly, that Tuesday, P, it's your book, Detective Comics number ten sixty. Take it away dude dude 
I, I want to know what Ivan Reese is thinking with this <laughs> Riddler design. Like, I am not afraid of this leprechaun at all. Like, I'm sorry. <laughs> like, you guys want to, you guys want to bitch and complain about Dano wearing a mask and plastic wrap on his head, but this guy looks like just so unintimidating. I I don't want to hear anyone complain. And you know, I know like a lot of them don't read comic books. But Pete, he's got a bowler hat on. Uh, yeah, like he's, he's wearing a green suit and he's got this stupid mustache and beard. Looks like Raleigh Finger's uncle. Like, g- give me a break. This guy, this design is horrible. I'm sorry. It's my only real negative about anything, but it's it's absolutely atrocious. It looks so bad. It looks so bad. The Killing Time Joe Riddler is great. Uh, I, I like mimic that. The one uh, that was going on in uh, what was it? Where he was wearing the leotard recently. That was fine too. I just uh, whatever. It, it just I, the Riddler should not have facial hair. He should look baby faced. If anything, I don't know. It just, it just it looks it's. It's so unintimidating. I see this guy. I wish he was. He looks like, I don't know, Clock King from like the TV, right? Didn't Clock King from the 60s show kind of have this look? Or was that uh, the matter? I don't remember. But this stupid mustache is horrible. Oh, my God. I'll take the, the, the Earth One Riddler design over this thing. Like, this is just bad. And if you like it, I apologize. It's it just that's just my opinion. It's horrible. So, you know not trying to piss you off it's just just you know I'll, you know i just happen to have a microphone in front of me but overall well, the story is great like i like the, <laughs> i like the, i like the detective story i like where this is going and i like everything else reese puts on the pe- the page um the the de- the tag team of tamaki and uh shamas is doing a really good job i don't know what the donovans have to do with this but i love deb donovan she's been a character since she's been introduced i love everything she brings to a batman title she's kind of like the bullock of reporters uh she's got that type of attitude and she's just a really strong character i love that her daughter's involved in this and then her daughter's a judge i kind of like how that ties things together um just so i'm all in i want to know what it what these citizen criminals are like it just it's very in vain of almost the batman kind of like lower led word like he's making he's in he's like sawing not sawing like sawing but like saw as in the movie like that type of like manipulation these people into doing his deeds and what the judge has to do involved in that as well as the backup story i really liked uh written by cena grace and uh that was cool just uh a really it, it seems to really be a story focused on mental health gotham girl interrupted uh being a superhero trying to do it on your own not trying to ride batman's coattails um, not wanting to be a superhero, but then, you know, when your friend is apparently murdered, uh, that's enough to drive Gotham girl back into the superhero business. So that's fascinating too. I think you should read that. I'm enjoying it a lot. I enjoyed what, uh, Grace is doing with Gotham girl, a hell of a lot more than what Tom King did, but then Tom King did introduce me to Gotham girl. So it does come full circle now, doesn't it? So detective 1060 was a good book. If you can get past the Riddler's look, I can get past the Riddler's look uh not my favorite not my least favorite uh it's it's fine my least (laughs) um doesn't bother me that much i think i giggled last month when i saw it at first and thought maybe he was going to reveal himself and take off the facial hair or whatever and he didn't so it's just kind of camp whatever but yeah i think the story is really good definitely next month i'm going to read uh 1059 and 1060 before reading the because this is only a three issue arc Mm. I'm going to read so that I can catch it all um, because I think 
I, I know this this issue. I was trying to remember everything from last issue since it's definitely building on each other. But I think the yeah, I mean Tamaki, can you? She's great. <laughs> like since she took over Detective, in which she had to follow a really good team as it was, and Peter uh, Tomasi and Brad uh, Welker Walker. or yeah. Walker, Walker. Yeah, Ooks is calling in the background. Um, that was a really good team. And yeah, she's she came in and she's done really cool stuff with with her books. So she's only got one issue left before uh, Ram V and Raphael Albuquerque come aboard. But yeah, I think this is a cool Riddler story. I'm really interested and intrigued on seeing how it all adds up. Uh, there you go. That's it. Final Tuesday of the month, May 31st. Batman the Annual. Oh man! I, so here we go. I, uh, I, I thought that this was going to be strictly because in a, I think it was like Batman one twenty four. Nope, not one twenty four. That's next month. One twenty one or one twenty something like that. It mentioned about Ghostmaker is going to take over Batman, the leader of Batman Inc. And uh, check out the annual. And I think, I think you could hear me roll my eyes at that one. Um, the yeah. annual had more Batman in it than I thought it was going to. Mm-hmm. Dot dot dot. Wow. But yeah. I did not like this. Batman was in it like a fourth of the amounts, and then it was all Ghostmaker just coming right in, and he's such a badass and a hero. I think that's my 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 biggest complaint with Ghostmaker is the fact. Oh no, I don't know. It's kind of tight. So one, he was like murdering people and shit, and then Batman just made a joke with him, and he's like, "Hey, we're best friends." And then second, he oh, was we like, were best he friends. Was, we're always best friends. He was forced on us, I think. Like, man, they they were like, "We're gonna make Ghostmaker fetch," to borrow Mean Girls' uh, term, and they're just jamming Ghostmaker into the into the Batman universe, and we have no say about it. And I'm like, I don't like him. I it's not good if he just like somebody comes out of nowhere and it's like. Psh- batman i'm better than you we have a history like just telling you this rather than it being organic it's just all forced yeah and i i think it's just like i i roll my eyes at ghostmaker yeah the cat's getting pissed off about it even the i just kind of roll my eyes at the use of ghostmaker because i just don't think he's a great character and there's no interesting story about him because there's just like no they didn't give us time to build an arc with him really or anything it was like Here's a character. We're gonna tell you what he did and why he's great. Period. Accept it. And I just I don't I don't like the character. He I think he he's just he's not good. And Clown Hunter, I don't really give a shit about, but Clown Hunter, at least they let Clown Hunter have an arc. I know you're a fan of Clown Hunter. Um they they gave him an arc uh, to build up to it. And I'm just like, man. I am not reading Batman Incorporated when that series launches in like August, I think it said, because I don't care. Uh, Ghostmaker is a big thumbs down for me. The annual, I was, yeah, I'm not a, I, I didn't care for the annual. Sorry to Ghostmaker fans. I know he has some, some fans. He wouldn't continue to show up in these DC books if people didn't like him. So he's got an audience and that's cool. Not me. Yeah, I don't like Ghostmaker and I don't like Batman Inc. So this was a tough read for me. I actually stopped at some point and stopped reading it because it was just, I can't stand anything. I think Batman Inc. I have to write a review deep. on it for Batman on film. So that's the only reason I didn't skip it. Because I would have entered is- this show, this recording, 
and told you, P, I didn't even read this. <laughs> I think Batman Inc. sucks. I think it's a stupid concept. I hate everything about it. It's one of the dumbest things they've ever done in print, in my opinion. It's just, it's absolutely horrible. Like the whole franchise of Batman is just so stupid, in my opinion. It's just like, ah, like, okay, it's a great way to give away who you are, Mr. Wayne. Um, so I don't like this. And so I gave it a shot. I was reading it. I don't like what they do with Ghostmaker, his costume. I love his old costume. I hate this new look he's got. He looks almost like a member of the trench. <laughs> like he looks like my trench action figure. He looks just blue with that like weird scaly thing on his head. Your trench action um, figure looks better. So yeah, I'm not gonna read Batman Inc. I would never read Batman Inc. I don't like Batman Inc. If uh, Batman was it's, so it's the, the only thing were... I don't agree with Chris Clow about is Batman Inc. To be honest with you, everything else I'm like, yeah, Chris, you're right. You're way smarter than me. But when it comes to Batman Inc., I'm like, no, you are totally wrong. This sucks. <laughs> I mean, I wouldn't have just flat out checked out the Batman Inc. one unless like Batman was heavily involved because, and that yeah, says a lot about Batman concept. Inc. as a yeah. concept. But like how they were involved in that Williamson uh, arc on Batman, you know, just a few months ago, it just seems like I'm the only person who liked it. I liked that because Batman was the star. They were supporting mm. characters. Yeah, I didn't even like and that. It was utilizing, I don't know, I, I didn't mind that at all, but like, yeah, force Ghostmaker in there and you can, that's how you can make sure I don't, I don't read it. I just, I don't care yeah, for that aspect at all. I, I just um, don't like the, the fake Batman-Ghostmaker relationship. It's just like, where did this guy come fake. from? Yeah. I've wanted to strangle Ghostmaker many times. I know he can be arrogant, but he... he, he I know he not. can be a lot and he's off I was like, people, but I was hey, like where was this gonna... Batman when Jason Todd was trying to get acceptance? <laughs> <laughs> I know he kills people, but he's going to leave Batman Incorporated. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Good. Okay. Sure I will can. say, though, that he Ghostmaker is getting a McFarlane action figure. He does look really cool. I won't buy it. Because I have no reason to, but it does look like a cool action figure if you like like ninja figures and stuff. Um, yeah, okay, so that does it for Batman centric. Okay. Let's hop into some honorable mentions. Uh, Pete, we missed the Task Force Z last month, but we got a double dip this month. I don't Story think we did miss it last month. Didn't two issues come out this month? Two issues this month, yeah, but last month we didn't get any. Oh, okay. I thought you meant me. Okay. I'm sorry. I misunderstood you. Yeah. So we got issues seven and eight this month. Story is still uh, awesome. Mm-hmm. I think um, Matthew Rosenberg, there's Eddie Barrows isn't on the art. Uh, I forget the name of the artist. Uh, please forgive me. I thought I had it down. He does. He does seven, not eight. Oh, Barrows did seven. Yeah. Oh, okay. Uh, Jesus Marino, Jack Herbert and Vicente Cifuentes three artists but it wasn't that like it wasn't over i'm sorry he just did the cover it's weird he's 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 listed on the cover as an artist but he is actually just the cover artist Hmm. i've never seen them do that before um he's not credited as an artist interesting he's love his art Hmm. but the these other artists that they used are are good too i think the book looked good the story is remains interesting on how they're going to do 12 issues of of this story and you just think that they'd run so out of the idea but it's moving interested it's to still see adding. how it wraps up man mm-hmm. right like like it's funny because it's like like you said 12 issues but i'm like wow like i'm i want not that i wanted to wrap up now but i'm like man like okay like i'm just like wow i'm so curious as how this ends because rosenberg as we know does like the twist and the turn and uh 
I while I liked eight a lot more, I thought seven was kind of like eh. like and you know Rosenberg every once in a while is entitled to a, a dud in my opinion. Eight was really fascinating. Yeah, eight eight, they really did. It's almost like they did. It felt like it did a lot when in reality it's cause a distraction to keep Batman busy, mm-hmm. and then while Jason is taking on the rest of the Bat family, that's basically the story. But it means a lot to the story, mm-hmm. and I think that. The, the drama with that that was created between all the characters, I think was awesome. Your boy Solomon yeah. Grundy shows up. Um, Love it. Yeah, I, I thought that was that was awesome. Um, and they got one over on on Batman and the yeah. Bat family. And not in a way that makes you like roll your eyes. You know, it, no, it no, felt like it, stuff. it, it was good stuff. worked out well. So yeah, Task Force Z continues to be like a book that I really look forward to reading each month and um, four issues left. And yeah, it's great. Um, no complaints here. Opposite effect. Remember Suicide Squad get Joker? Remember how that yeah, story I, kicked I off six months read, ago? I haven't read ago? it yet. I okay. have it. Haven't read it because of the delays, which I'm very thankful for because I would have forgotten what happened by now. Um, I didn't read it for the show, so I will let you take over. I think I did. Um, I think I did. That's never. I think I remember all the elements of the story. I was high up on those first two, first two books. Very, very. This one was felt pretty disappointing. Really, did not like how it finished. No, and then it leaves you to interpret uh, something, which I'll ask you about whenever you finish reading it. So, Suicide Squad get Joker, uh, like when it's collected. I don't know if if I could recommend that you just buy it because I mean. I need to reread it all again, like in one in one sitting or something. Read all three books because maybe the delay did have a fact factor in. Because I didn't go and reread the first two books, but I maybe. felt issue three was disappointing. And I think I looked up some other reviews to see if I was on an island um, with Batman sixty six. And uh, uh, no, no, stop. no, I wasn't. I wasn't alone. So um, I'll leave it there since you didn't the read it. <laughs> uh pete a book that i've been looking forward to because it looks freaking bonkers jurassic league number one i think for some reason i couldn't get my hands on that one i have to i have to I oh really yeah i think i was in a rush and i didn't look at the books gotcha but uh it's been getting dinosaurs and dc heroes everyone loves it freaking a it it was awesome uh we get i forget all the names um yeah, by now, I mean, I've got it right here. Let me just... Is it Fat Rex? It is not. <laughs> Ask me some more questions. I don't know. What, is it what, what, Wonder Wondersaurus? Okay. Uh, no. Super Super Stego. Like, I'm trying to figure out what they you call it. I'm just going to be silent. I want you to just keep guessing. Well, I, I, it's either <laughs> that or dead air, so it's one or the other. Yeah, you just keep going. You know, so, oh, man, what would you call... Oh. Robin, would you, could you just call him Raptor? Could Robin just be Raptor? Just with a big old uh, R on his chest? Well, this bat dino is in Growltham City. I dig it. That's hard to, it's hard to say. Growltham. 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 Um, do you That's want me cool. to tell you some of the other characters that are in it? Yeah, sure. Definitely. I'd love to hear it. I heard, oh, Batwalker. Who is that? Batman. Batman, Batwalker. Interesting. They call him Batwalker. Okay. Jokerzard. Jokerzard. That sounds like a Pokemon. Or Jokerzard. Or however you want to pronounce it. Jokerzard. Jokerzard. Go. Jokerzard. Go. Um. Where is it? I choose you. 
that's a pretty great <clears throat> um scene black mantasaurus oh my god that's so cool that's so cool <laughs> all right i, I gotta check um, this out I gotta look because you frank liked it a lot i believe nico was into it i saw i get a lot of praise you know a lot of people were pumped to the point where i was like this sounds like this is going to be an animated movie very soon just by twitter reactions like everyone seems to think this is a really cool idea try mascara um, because they're ooh. all triceratops i like that okay wonder Woman's a triceratops okay not bad not bad yeah i thought in i mean i read this twice i'm forgetting the names and i told myself i needed to write no, down cool. the names i just think I, I, it's an interesting concept wonder don there you go wonder don she rides a pterodactyl that's amazing Isn't because amazing? why not and super sore is it an invisible pterodactyl super sore oh my god this should be you're a genius that'd be great it's invisible yeah super sore and that's cool i gotta check this out in metrogpolis amazing so it's it, ridiculous it, it, but it's ridiculous not taking itself too seriously but it's having fun i like that brontozaro <laughs> okay i'll check it out and i mean giganta is that her <laughs> name anyway yes but um these are just na- some names mentioned Pete, if you can anybody listening if you can track it track it down the first issue ridiculously fun awesome. like, uh, it was a blast this i definitely will check out yeah please do uh it was a lot of fun um let's see let's see where are we at now nightwing number 92 um pretty good i mean I'm, I'm just like a continuing reader of that book now um here's my thing it's on just nightwing consistently here, pretty good and bruno redondo's art is pretty great my thing on nightwing here is it's good it's not as amazing as all you people are making out to be on twitter this is just a good this isn't tom taylor's best work it's not his worst work but it's it's solid it's not amazing it's not groundbreaking in any sense it's a good nightwing tale it's a good dick Grayson story it's it's just not like you know it's not like wolfman level i see people praising this like it's the best book that they read every month and again not a bad book at all by any means far from it but again, it, it there's nothing groundbreaking about this book. It's a I'd very say good the story itself is a solid B. The art to me is like an A minus because I really I think I think Rodondo's art really stands out as something different from everything else that we're seeing. Mm-hmm. But um, yeah, I think I it's mean, just the like, carnival it's a, scene's great. You know, it's that's a grounded. A scene. It's a grounded story. It's focuses on relationships. I mean, Christ, yeah, that's great. That two-page spread against the moon is beautiful. Uh, it's based, like, really focused on relationships and stuff, which is cool. But, um, yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm, like, I'm with you. And it's not to really not enjoying to, it. to really shit enjoying. on it's the book nothing. or anything at all. It's just, like, no, there's a there's other stuff. I'm more entertained by Batman Fortress, number one, than Nightwing 92. Yes. Uh, and stuff yes. like that. So, um, yeah. yeah. let's see what else I, I got. All right, and then shadow war zone number one deathstroke number nine robin number 14 shadow war omega number one despite um, what you were saying wow. pete i did oh, enjoy shadow war only because it had batman in it <laughs> well duh no i thought it was i thought it was a good story a lot of cool uh ninja fighting yeah. and, and stuff and i mean some I mean, stakes i 
stakes are raised there's some deaths but how much can you believe it's gonna stick but you know Deathstroke after this story, is better than batman ink i'll tell you that much yeah uh, uh yeah and, but overall, and like i told you last month and then i'll let you just go ahead and fire off all your thoughts um okay. i came into i'm not totally familiar with uh because you'd been reading uh deathstroke's book and robin and stuff so i wasn't totally familiar with joshua williamson's entire story for this but i came in and i feel like i pretty like i got a pretty good grasp of what was going on i, I didn't feel lost uh by this uh, in the Shadow War, um, Shadow War Zone, which is just kind of like full of uh, a couple of short stories, there's a really good Talia one in there that I that I enjoyed. Um, that was kind of like a standout for me. I think the art was pretty damn good too. Uh, there's like one or two others in there that I did like. There's one I think focused on Ghostmaker that I just didn't give a shit about. No surprise there. Mm. And then yeah, the the big conclusion is about who was the fake death stroke that killed Roz. Um, don't know who that is. All right, go ahead. Take it away, Pete. Um, I really dug you. this. Uh, I think this story finished off really strong. Cool. It got a, it was a little bit in the middle there where I kind of was like, all right, all right, we, let's see how it wraps up. Wraps up amazingly. Um, also, uh, uh, just going back to Warzone, really more liked a lot more than Batman Urban Legends 14. If we're going to compare anthologies, um, again, Ghostmaker story, you're right. Uh, didn't like it, but I like my man, uh, uh, Clown Hunter. The Harley Quinn story was great. Uh, the Roz story was good. The one with Talia was good. Black Canary was good. Um, that was actually the Black Canary. Might be well, the, the Black Canary one. one, yeah, I, that one was cool. Might be the best one in the book. Um, really cool stuff. I love how Canary is like one of the characters who kind of fits into the story, which I appreciate um, because she was a big part of Deathstroke Inc. as well. Um, uh, Deathstroke 9 was great. Robin 14. And then you, you get to the end and you find out. I mean, do you want to spoil it or how do you want to play this one here? Let's count down from five. Then we're going to spoil Shadow War. Five, four, three, two, one. Spoil it, Pete. Yeah. To, to, okay. So we're going to spoil it for you. Basically, the end um, is a character that came out of left field totally um, if you're familiar with Deathstroke, Teen Titans lore, this should not actually come as a surprise to you, but it's actually Geoforce. Um, and as you all know, the Geoforce, hamster movie from like 13 years ago. God, I hate you. <laughs> I hate you. Do you know what I'm talking about? No, that's why I hate you. Okay. Just you can hear gonna... your disgust in my voice right now. <laughs> you continue, um, and I will make sure to uh, yeah. look it up. <laughs> <laughs> like <laughs> I'm sitting here like, oh my god, Ryan, what like, like can you please, uh, like, uh, like <laughs> just <laughs> oh G Force. Okay, never uh, mind. It was G Force, not Geo Force. All right, Geo, that's how it's pronounced. It's Geo G E O dash Force. Are you G. talking about that stupid movie? The movie is G. No, no one's talking about that stupid movie. No one's talking about your dumb movie. (laughs) Geoforce. (laughs) So we all know that Geoforce is Brothers with Terra, who is Deathstroke's 15-year-old girlfriend from way back in the Marvel. (laughs) Oh, yeah, dude. Read, um, oh, what is the name? Now I'm drawing a blank because Ryan Lauer pisses me off. Uh, (laughs) (laughs) Um, Hold on, I'm trying to find it. Uh, Someone will know it. Uh, 
what, what, what was there? They even made a Oh, Judas contract. Thank you. Uh, she's basically the, the, the driving force of the Judas contract as his Deathstroke. So now Geoforce wants to take his revenge against Deathstroke and Talia because Talia ruined his uh, kingdom because Geoforce is a prince uh in event leviathan this is a big this is like hardcore dc fanboy stuff guys like this is like this is so out of the lowers realm he's like event leviathan what, what was that i was like it was a giant dc storyline that happened i do I, know uh the judas batman italian i picked i've seen the movie the animated movie <laughs> i know that that's part. a big story and i read i actually read the the lazarus contract was uh yeah Rebirth. that was good too yeah. yeah and i really enjoyed that and i i, I think i bought digitally pete's favorite um you're talking about how i piss you off yeah this is, uh, this is, this is, i think i bought digitally the god the Scrub. judas contract but i really want to read that all right it's so on. good so good so just and you know so to see geoforce kind of you know act like this is I was like whoa this is again totally out of left field didn't see it coming uh but i should have should should have seen it a mile away uh so really impressed with how this thing ended really had a lot of fun reading it from start to finish um, I, I've enjoyed Deathstroke, Deathstroke Inc. I thought the story for, uh, was great. Deathstroke has been written really well, dating back to Rebirth. Uh, Priest did a wonderful uh, run on the, in Rebirth. So if you haven't checked that out, check that out as well. This, uh, what, uh, this, what is this? Is this another Rebirth era? What do we call this? <laughs> I don't even know. Um, but this, this current iteration of Deathstroke as well, Deathstroke Inc. is very good. Check that out. Overall, I've really enjoyed following uh, the escapades of uh, Slade Wilson and his family. And I think there were a lot of cool things that happened in this. So definitely uh, go find it at your local comic shops, read these books. Yeah, I think this was for for me who knows a fraction of the amount of all the stuff that you do. Um, I thought it was a lot of fun. It was a lot of fun for me. I think it'll read even better. I think as everything does, uh, it'll read better collected to where I can just like you know, in like three settings, maybe just knock it all out. Cause I wasn't even that annoyed by the, the shadow war zone, multi, like a uh, short story. No, that was great. Yeah. Breakup. Like half of them I enjoyed half of them. I didn't, which I think I, that's better than some of these other kind of tie in uh, stuff like that. So yeah, I think shadow war overall, I think was a success was a, uh, was pretty fun. So, all right. What about your honorable mentions, Pete? What do you got? Uh, as usual, future state Gotham, uh, just, this book gets bonkers and bonkers and wackier and more insane every time you read it. Uh, Nightwing is now Batman. <laughs> I am Batman is Batman. Uh, there is a new Joker. There is an old Joker. There are two versions of Damien running around the city. One of them happens to be Damien Batman 666. So, <laughs> and, uh, for, and just to top everything off now, um, what's his name? Uh, who's the, stu- uh, oh man grifter has a flaming head now so this book is absolutely insane Uh, i read it for the shock value and fun Mm -hmm. this isn't the greatest issue that they've they've printed but it is very entertaining and very interesting and i'm very excited to see where this title goes because it's absolutely insane um still digging back girls uh really enjoying that spellbinder seems to be the main villain uh again just really digging what uh cool and conrad are doing um just having fun with this title uh i, I think i think you all gotta read this book it's just a blast it is just it's so much fun to see oracle in a team um this is like this is kind of like the birds of prey book i wanted it's not the birds of prey book that's coming so i don't know how much longer batgirls has but i'm having fun with it um also catwoman 45 
really great time with Harley and Catwoman, uh, just kind of like a, a Thelma Louise's tale. Right. And it ends with the introduction of a character who we have only seen in the animated series, and she's now making her debut in print, and she's doing so in Catwoman, and that is Red Claw. Hey, Red Claw has finally made the jump Red from Claw. small screen to print, and nice. it is in Catwoman. So, for those of you who love BTAS as much as me and Ryan, I think uh, I think it's a must buy if you're a first appearance type person. I think you got to go check this out. Who knows if it'll actually be worth money someday, but uh, it's also kind of a cool cover. Uh, you know, it's Harley and uh, Catwoman on roller skates and uh, just really fun stuff. And also, show, me that, cover. 15... show me that cover right here on the roller skates. Nice. Yeah. Okay, carry on. Yeah. Uh, it's very college dorm. <laughs> it's very college dorm. And surprisingly, uh, one of my favorite books of the month, Harley Quinn 15, Harley and Batwoman are trying to. Um, uh, uh, clean up harley's image she's been framed for a bunch of crimes she didn't commit and as you can expect uh it is just a bonkers harley quintail a lot of fun stephanie phillips uh does a wonderful job writing dialogue here she probably writes my favorite harley quinn dialogue outside of let's say the btaz team to be brutally honest like i i just love the way that harley speaks in the movie in the book it's really fantastic um so that's that's very high on my list it might be like my second favorite book of the month so, you know, high praise. And we all, you guys all know how much I love the character of Batwoman. So uh, take yeah. that for what you will. Pete, that wraps it up. And it's like 26 issues a lot of, of comics we've talked about. And there's like four of those are oversized. As a, no wonder. It was a lot of work. And overall for the list. Uh, for, okay. So that, yeah, let's build up to this. Yeah. The Batman, the Batman poll. On the Twitter at the Batman BC. Uh, every month, I like to ask of those listed, what was your favorite Batman comic in May? Um, not as easy to come up with four <laughs> as a uh, as a uh, couple, you know, previous months because I mean, as you said, there weren't a lot of comics that I flat out loved from this mm -hmm. list. But there were ones that I that I did, and so I want to ask. So, Pete, of these four that are listed, which one would you vote as your favorite? Flashpoint Beyond number one, mm -hmm. Batman Beyond the Night White Beyond the White Knight number three, Batman Fortress number one, or I mean, I almost see for me those are like the three Batman. You got to put detective in there. Love. You, you think detective? Detective comics, yeah. ten sixty. Okay, there uh, you go. Actually, did you mention? Wait, did you did you put Killing Time in there? I did not. Then I would swap out Detective with Killing Time. I think Killing Time three is better than Detective. All right. So, uh, favorite yeah. Batman comic from that? I come, but I from would May. Batman Killing Time number three, Flashpoint Beyond number one, uh -huh. uh, Batman Beyond the White Knight number three, or Batman Fortress number one. Um, okay. my, my book if i had to pick my favorite bat book of the month it's fortress yeah it's fortress okay yeah. and then yeah. even out of all of them let's say it's not a poll you'd still say fortress yeah no bat, batman fortress is my in my bat book of the month definitely hands down okay definitely. not even a question um that's tough for me man so okay so good this is actually tough because i loved flashpoint beyond 
like i i will say i liked killing time quite a bit but the other three i like i'm not knocking the other stories i just yeah who would i vote for i don't know who i'd vote for for this one probably fortress i think i would really i thought yeah it came i I feel like the book just kind of came out of nowhere yeah it did i loved it out of nowhere and just like you're like really just really impressive stuff but i love the other ones and i love who knows who knows where the story goes like i said like it's totally a batman versus aliens thing but like issue one i I voted i voted batman the night number one as my favorite book of that month so (laughs) how the mighty have fallen (laughs) oh yeah that's a sad one yeah it's good that's sad pete thanks for coming back to the batman book club thanks for reading 26 comic books (laughs) there i'm trying i'm trying to everyone's while i think like how many of these books wouldn't i read if I wasn't on this show, if I wasn't doing the podcast, and I kind of feel like I think I read more than what you list because, like, I, I, I yeah. we didn't talk about the this Joker. Is just, this is just Batman. Uh, we're not we talking about, about the Marvel yeah. stuff you're reading, the back issue stuff that you oh, read, right. like all of that. So I just meant like we didn't even talk about Joker this week. Yeah, because I thought Joker is done. I thought that's issue done. I thought of issue fourteen. In the last fourteen was the last. I thought they came out last. Was that month, last but... month? I, I I picked I didn't pick up books until I didn't pick up last oh, yeah. week's books, mm. so it got mixed in there. I just I read it this week. It's an interesting it's interesting like, question though because I think some of these, if it wasn't for this show and our crazy idea of doing monthly, oh no, it says next to be concluded. So there's another issue coming. Oh, Joker okay. fifteen. Uh, some I probably would have just waited until a collection came out and then checked it out on Hoopla or something. But okay. um, yeah, we're busy, but we like it. We're, we're keeping up we're putting in the work so thanks again pete for um doing the Meet work up on geoforce put in the work and then watch geoforce so no don't watch geoforce i don't know what the hell that is <laughs> it's gonna be your new favorite like movie. now you guys see what i deal with and i talk to ryan like every once in a while like <laughs> sometimes like i just talk to ryan and i'm just like yeah, yeah, yeah blah, blah, blah. i mentioned obscure dc characters like i don't know who that is it's like like what do you mean like how do you I can't How do you not know it. who this Geoforce from the yeah, like, 80s like, what, small arc on a comic book is? Small arc? Judas Contract is not a small arc, young man. <laughs> like that is a that is a that, that's that, that that story stems. Pete's turning green. Titans he's going like, to turn into She-Hulk. Oh, I will. And, and I, even with bad CGI, I'll kick your ass. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> like I'm just Ryan Lauer. Sometimes I need. That's why I picked the Supergirl from Krypton because I was like, this is going to be like a little encyclopedia assignment for Ryan. He's got to do some homework for a month of uh, books that overall you felt were kind of like meh. I'm glad that you got Uxus in, and you got to do it. Got to do a, a celebratory discussion. Yeah, yeah, you know, I mean, I still think I could have done a better job on that show. To be really honest, I just get carried away. It's me every episode, time. Pete. Yeah. <laughs> I feel like um, I could have done to it better. Yeah, I mean, I love that story. I mean, I love Michael Turner. I'm just if you so haven't sad. listened to it yet, check out the last episode where Peter Arvera right here brought um Dark Side to the Batman Book Club for the first time. Great discussion. I did, on a great I did book. what no man could. I broke right. through the source wall. <laughs> True. Uh Pete, why don't you go ahead and plug away wherever if for some reason people aren't following you, um, let them know. What are you up to? Uh, where are you at? You could follow me on Instagram, Twitter, and Zach Starter's favorite platform, Vero, at Pete Illustrated. You can follow podcast number one, that is a news-based podcast I co-host with the champion of Long Island, Eric Holzman. 
at straight underscore O underscore G that's straight out of Gotham. Check out our Facebook group or our Facebook fan page. There's a lot of great discourse there. People talking about a lot of great fanboy topics uh, from everything from Eric stuff, which is of course, star Wars um, to Peter stuff, which is Batman. We kind of take a look at everything and uh, cover it all there. So check out those places. If you want fanboy news, it's a great news outlet. Uh, great news aggregator that we have put together there. Uh, you can follow podcast number two. That's the Italian Spider-Man Coalition podcast at Italians for Spidey on Twitter. Uh, that is a show I co-host with the uh, dynamic duo of Chi-Town and Nicholas and Nico Caruso, uh, the, the kings of Wrigley Field, as I like to call them. Uh, the guys who wave the W flag. Uh, just a couple of Goombas talking Spider-Man. We're going to record hopefully a new episode uh, this very, very soon. Uh, I've been so busy and slacking. I'm not even up to date on what we're going to talk about. So I got, a, I got another long night ahead of me, but um, you can follow team Neil oval as we just champion the return of the oval in print and on the big screen. Uh, I'm on Batman on film.com. I'm on Batman on film, YouTube. I've got detective reviews. I've got comic book reviews. I've got interviews. I've got toy reviews and all that kinds of stuff. So uh, I, I'm kind of everywhere. So, uh, you know, I'm around town go. and just hit me up. And he's and he's here at least once a month. Pretty May was a good month. Had a double dose of uh, Peter Arvera. Yeah. Oops. Well, if you want to follow the Batman Book Club, you can do that on Twitter and or Instagram at the Batman BC for latest episode drops, upcoming episodes, sometimes even some giveaways. And like what I just said a few minutes ago, the Batman poll, where you can vote on what your favorite Batman issue of the month was. You can subscribe to the Batman Book Club on YouTube, where Pete and I are um, going to be doing something fun soon. Just go to YouTube, the Batman Book Club. Something uh, if you, you want to, yeah, it's a it's it's a wait. Um, if you have any, if you want to write into the show, you can do that at the BatmanBC at gmail.com. If you want to help support the show, there's a variety of ways you can do that. First, like I mentioned earlier, patreon.com slash the BatmanBC. You can go to T Public and type tbbc for the batman book club where you can find a list of options of uh, merchandise you can buy t-shirts don't type that in google (laughs) okay yeah yeah. t public only uh t-shirts hoodies notebooks onesies for your little ones but if you want to support the show and you don't want to spend any money at all it's 100 a-okay uh the best thing you can do is rate and review the show wherever you listen to it whether it's apple spotify amazon um wherever uh rate and review the show because the more reviews the show gets the more it helps spread the word and as we all know the word is panic so for peter arvera i am ryan lauer and until next time read my batman comics Bye.